0: You're listening to The Bunker, New York, live on RBMA Radio.
1: Hello, you are listening to The Bunker, New York, on RBMA Radio. I'm your host, Brian Kasnick. We have some very special guests today. Uh, we're going to start the show off right about now with Inhalants doing a live set. Uh, Inhalants is Jahelia Fields and Patricia. They just dropped an album on Lies, and for, I guess, about the next 45 minutes or so, they're going to do a live kind of improvised modular set here. So stay tuned for that. Again, you're listening to The Bunker, New York on RBMA Radio. (laughs)
2: Thank <laughs> you. Rap is competing against Noise Music, Chukani and the ever-present Colorado Decay. Shout out to the five columns, State of Utopia and the Francisco Leo. Hey! <laughs>
1: hello you're listening to the bunker new york on rbma radio just coming out of the live sets from inhalants which is uh Jihilia fields and patricia thanks a lot guys that was pretty incredible that was very cool um very just listen to the album that you dropped on lies last night and this felt very different from that yeah we were trying to
3: sort of I don't know take a different direction for a radio show i think a lot of times we play live it tends to be pretty demonic and high intensity so for this we wanted to just take a different approach than how we play live
1: you guys are playing live more at like uh at techno parties for the like more aimed at the dance floor are you doing weird more listening events as well no i mean
3: i'd say we're playing dance parties but probably hitting that cross-section between like dance and industrial so harder edged
4: we're trying to get away from our past, and this is the only way we can do it.
1: <laughs> okay, so speaking of the album on lies, um, you've both done, uh, have a pretty strong connection to the label. What is, what, is, uh, what is your connection to Ron Morelli? When did you meet this guy and get involved?
4: Um, I met him, I think, probably at a Long Island hardcore show a long time ago. Maybe I saw him at a wedding with this band called Adam and His Package that played, which is like a, a milestone in strange music. Um but yeah, he's been around for a long time in my life. So when you know, I put out a bunch of stuff with him and so is Max, so now we do it in tandem. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's been a a shaper of the scene for me and like getting people that are like-minded together. So
1: Yeah, I think he's done a really good job of that actually. The first time I heard your solo music, Matt was at the Bunker. When I booked Ron, I don't know was it Public Assemblies? This was probably like 2011 or 12, mm. and he was it was actually pre uh, USB in the CDJs because I remember he was playing burned <laughs> CDs, yeah. and he was playing something that I think ended up on the first album that really like I, w- I had to run up from across the room to figure out what it was, and he wouldn't tell me what he was just like oh it's just one of my oldest friends it's you know it's <laughs> gonna be coming out as an album you'll see and then, like I didn't know who it was until it finally came out.
4: I bet he played it at the beginning or the end.
1: He was playing it actually for that night. He was, it was a clone night, and uh, Zozar was playing her first set in New York, and Lego was playing, and Ron was the opening DJ. I, so
4: like, I, I was really, at that show. Yeah. So, was, yeah, I remember that actually. He's
1: doing a weird, yeah. like, very weird set at the beginning. I, I really like it when Ron plays weird stuff.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, he can clear the dance floor too. And then bring it back <laughs> like an hour later, It's nice. Like a purposeful clearing, yeah, you know. Yeah, he's
1: working on it. Play a couple Zambonis. Um, <laughs> so when when did you guys start collaborating on music?
3: Well, um, I used to spend a lot of time at a venue that's now closed, but it was called the Body Actualized Center for Cosmic Living.
1: I'm well aware of that yeah, space. Yeah,
3: and... Um, <laughs> So, I had started playing there a few times with, uh, like, I met Tariq there, and he and I really hit it off and started playing a lot. And then, um, at some other point, I had gotten booked for a show at Body Actualize with Steve Summers, and then uh, Matt just also happened to be on the bill, and I think both of us were sort of enamored with what the other one had played, and so afterwards, we talked to one another to see if we should get together, and yeah, that's sort of the start of what happened.
1: You particularly, Max, do a lot of collaborative stuff. You have a ton of collaborative projects. Yeah, I think at
3: this point I have, well, six collaborative projects and two solo projects.
1: Why? I mean, what's, why, I guess, why so many collaborations and how, like, what do you enjoy about it? And
3: Well, um, when I moved to New York, you know, growing up, I've always had an interest in, like, hardware and synthesizers and production but I've never really had a group of friends who were like-minded in their interests, or if they were interested in it, they were sort of pursuing a different strand of music than I had an interest in. Um, And so moving to New York, all of a sudden I'm just like surrounded by a wealth of people who are also uh, interested in the same things, and a lot of people who are approaching it very differently than me, And I always just, I like working with other people because it opens my mind for new ways to work myself. And I mean, people like Matt, Jahalia Fields, and Tariq, you know, have been huge influences on the way that I record. So yeah, I just like collaborating so I can get new ideas and also just work with people whose music inspires me also.
1: Right. Um, Can you guys tell us, since we're on the radio and people can't see anything, tell us a little bit about your setup here that you used to perform?
4: It's like a kind of setup that would scare my mom, probably, if she came in (laughs) unexpectedly. Um, It's like a a bunch of uh, modular synthesizer elements together, and we're kind of set it up today so we are influencing each other with uh, our system. So there's a a way in which when we deal with the sound that it's kind of like a push-pull kind of thing. It's kind of like hocketing in music, like... It's not the same thing, but we're like, you know, it's like two people playing back and forth and there's some relationship, you know?
1: Yeah, so the the modular systems are you each it looks like you each have your own system here but there is a are they actually connected to each other or yeah, is each different channels in the mixer?
3: There's a bunch of cross patching so that, you know uh, within modulars there's something called uh, multiple which just essentially splits a signal into a few different copies of the same signal. Right. So we have a few things running into multiple so that I can take a signal that's influencing my system and also route it into Matt's and vice versa so that we can get some interaction so that my synthesizer is influencing his and his is influencing mine. And then we also have a third row here that's kind of playing both of them at the same time.
4: That's kind of like... Um, um, like the, the one of those like no-go zones or demilitarized zone, that guy, like, it, could, <laughs> it switches over
1: from occasion... And speaking of modulars, you guys, you both work at control, right? You work yeah, oh, yeah, together. Yeah. and how I mean, what i I guess I, I'm interested in what role control is kind of playing in the community and in people's music in New York right now because it seems we've I, we talked about this before, I think, with verbose on the show where it feels like Control has kind of taken over as the hub for electronic music in New York to me, where that used to be more like Sonic Groove or Temple or some record store. Now it's that, not that the, no disrespect to the record stores in New York, but it feels like anytime I bike by Control or walk into Control, there's like... A whole, you know, a whole bunch of artists and they're not yeah. just all shopping, they're hanging out, exchanging ideas. Well, you know, I, I think there are a lot of synthesizer stores that you can go to and you
3: walk in and you meet um, the employees and they maybe have a wealth of knowledge in terms of how to use the equipment, but aren't, uh, I don't know, generating musical ideas that are necessarily that interesting. So I think Control has taken a different approach where... Most of the staff that's working as salesmen are all working musicians who are using modular synthesizers to perform live. Um, and you know, there's a lot of people on lies. like Sean O'Sullivan works there, Encho Sinestre, Matt, I work there. Um, we also have an amazing musician named Rob Lowe works there. Darren Ho, the owner, makes great music. Jonas Ashers, the other owner, makes a lot of music. So I think it's just a group of like-minded, Musicians all interested in equipment and it's kind of cultivated a little bit of a a scene going on Yeah, I
1: mean everybody in there is making interesting music. There's no just like I don't know the guy at Sam Ash with the ponytail like doing (laughs) bad riffs on his guitar Like everybody's actually making legitimate interesting contributions, which I think is quite cool
4: There's a very different approach to with the act of playing music in time Whereas opposed to maybe someone has a regard for music that's structured. There's a lot of people that I meet that come in the store that don't record and they just play. And on some level, it's, you know, uh, kind of a John Cage hyper-personal in the moment. That's what music is. And when you're hearing music, it's you're experiencing it live. It's different from when it's recorded. So the feeling is different. So I think there's something in that, the immediacy of it, that makes people excited and it has a funny effect because it's the opposite of records in a way so it's the opposite of a record store in some way but it still has that communal gathering stuff and it's also like a knowledge place where i feel like people used to go to record stores for information and now it's like they go there to like check their information you know and this is like a little bit of both but yeah i think there's something about the instantaneous quality
3: that that makes music very fresh sounding yeah I will also say, um, to sort of try to promote more music within Control, I'm actually starting a label this year called Active Cultures, and all of the distribution is only going to be through Control. So the records won't even be available at record stores. They're only going to be available at the synth shop. You... Trying to, I don't know, promote modular synthesis. And also just, uh, Control has been very supportive to all of us who work there. So trying to figure out a way to like do cross-promotion for the store and also for... Music. Right.
1: will the records be sold online through the store at all or yes. do you actually have to go to the no store? no no.
3: they'll be available through the mail order of the store but they just won't be available at record stores
1: cool cool idea any any uh releases that you want to big up yet or is it too early for that
3: uh it's a little bit early i mean i'll say i'm working with a few artists like matt um who's going to be putting out music under a new moniker and then um uh, an amazing musician in texas named bill converse and uh Really amazing uh, Argentinian artist named NGLY who's also released on Lives. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, we know all these people. Um, so I've, I've had to endure many jokes about huffing drugs today with the announcements <laughs> of the show on social media. What Do you want to talk maybe a little bit, if you don't have to, like what's behind the name of the group Inhalants? Where well, does this come from?
3: There wasn't much thought to it. I mean, we put our first song out and I think we named the first song Inhalants because we thought it sounded like Huffing inhalants or something and then Ron Morelli was the one who just sort of said he really liked that name and we Couldn't come up with anything better. It's so. a
1: really good lies name. Yeah it's, <laughs> <We> <laughs> with it. it's pretty sounds like a punk band Um, Any gigs coming up that you guys want to mention or records or anything? that You feel like promoting
4: I Mean we've got we've he's just starting his label up. So we're all kind of gathering the material but everybody is taking weird other names on the label and it should be kind of like a kind of thing that when people switch their inputs on what they think who's doing what I think it's gonna be really nice but I mean that's just forming now I'm pretty excited about it but I also think that uh I don't know we're both playing in so many projects I can't even remember Like, what else you're doing playing-wise, but I know you're playing soon. Yeah, I mean,
3: show-wise, I'm doing a bunker show for the Spectral 15-year anniversary.
1: Which is April 1st at Good Room. Yeah, and that
3: will be under the name Patricia. Um, But in terms of inhalant shows, we don't have anything on the books quite yet, although we're going to be playing sort of Freak Fest in Boston coming up soon. But I don't even know what the festival's name is because it's new. Well, we
1: tried to have inhalants with Bill Converse, who you mentioned, but it didn't work out. Uh, but hopefully we can make that get you guys in at the bunker soon. Um, so I guess, yeah, thanks a lot for joining us today. Yeah, thank you for having thanks us. Thanks for the set. Thank you. Um, you can check out, uh, the new record is available. I think the the best thing always to do is buy it directly from the label. So well, I, I
3: think it's, to, it's sold out now f- directly from the label, but okay. it's still available. It's I'm out like, there. Yeah, it's, it's out, out there.
1: there. It's called Deep Florida. Okay, check it out. It's a great album. And uh, I think we're going to transition in a minute here to the DJ set. We have very special guest, Constantine from Geekling, who's going to DJ for the rest of the show. And Constantine is DJing on Saturday afternoon at this 36-hour party that I'm doing with Unter that starts on Friday and ends on Sunday. Uh, more info on that and all of our events, records, et cetera, on thebunkerny.com. But uh, for now, in a second here, I think we're going to get into this DJ set from Constantine. You're listening to The Bunker, New York, on RBMA Radio.
2: Red Bull Music Academy Radio.
5: When you least expect it, something falls. And you think of the smell of burning wood. And you think of something that suddenly turned all white. You think of the sound that metal makes when it hits the sidewalk. And when you get back, you think of going home, having a drink of milk, putting on pajamas, going to sleep. There's There's life everywhere. Stuff floats in the air, and you absorb it, and you let it mix with your stuff, and it makes new stuff. It just goes on and on. A location can give you a greeting. It gives off a feeling. And this feeling mixes with your own feelings to form another feeling. And it makes you feel good. And it makes you feel fine. dots aren't street lamps, and that humming sound isn't a ventilator, a light shines on a house, brighter and brighter, everything else disappears. And it just happened again.
1: So you're listening to The Bunker New York on RBMA Radio. Uh, Constantine in the mix right now, coming out of a track from Patricia, uh, who's also in the studio here with us, as is Gunnar Haslam, Nina. Got quite the posse going here today. Uh, so keep on listening. Constantine's going to take us through to the end of the show. This is The Bunker New York on RBMA Radio.
6: When I look around my heart I can see the door and the dirty sheets when i look around my heart i can see who i miss most i can see in dreams
1: Hello, you're listening to the Bunker New York on RBMA Radio. Been in the mix with Constantine for about the past 55 minutes. It's gonna finish out the show. Thank you very much for being here. Fantastic set. Thanks to Inhalants, that was also incredible. Really fun show. Uh, check out Constantine if you're in New York in Brooklyn this Saturday at the Bunker and Unter party. He's uh, you don't for those of you who don't like to stay out all night. You don't even have to. He's playing from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. On Saturday. Uh, More info on that at TheBunkerNY.com. Thanks for listening. We will be back in two weeks with a show uh, featuring the guys from Spectral Sound in advance of the uh, Spectral Sound 15 year anniversary party at Good Room. So, more info on everything at TheBunkerNY.com. You're listening to The Bunker New York on RBMA Radio.
7: She tears you down, darling. Love, she tears you down, darling. Love, she tears you down, darling. Love, she tears you down, darling. She tears you down, darling Look, she tears you down, darling Look, she tears you down She tears you down, darling, love She tears you down, darling